This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer. And I'm Barry Rosenfeld. What a day it is. Happy Podcast Friday, everyone. It kind of feels like real Friday. Do you feel that? Yes, I feel it in my veins. Which is distressing because it's not. (laughs) Sorry that our biggest letdown to everyone is like saying what day we always wish it is and it's not. (laughs) It's not that day. I just feel like that's that's what being an adult is. Like, <laughs> you always want something you can't have. This is so sad. You, you can't always get what you want. You can't. But if you try sometimes, then you just might find that you get what you need. I'm and we crying. needed we this... needed this Beverly Hills finale, and we got it. Honestly, I would almost rather just talk about the trailer of the reunion than last night's episode. I know. I feel like everybody kind of was anticipating Mm -hmm. that the finale would be kind of like, okay, like, yeah, yeah, we, we had like a couple of little loose ends to tie up, you know, there, it's not like it was, I didn't think it was a horrible finale or anything, but it was was better than New York's finale this year. Oh my, I mean, for sure. (laughs) Watching paint dry would have been more exciting than that episode. Um, The thought, like the fact that that was only like a month ago. And I feel like I have just completely purged it from my mind. Like imagining if I had to sit down on a Tuesday night right now and watch an hour of like Ramona's Hamptons house and like everyone pretending to get along and just like acting weird around each other. It feels like a different lifetime. And I'm so happy that that lifetime is over. And like, I kind of can't as crazy as it sounds, I'm almost like, do we really need New York to come back? And I know we do like eventually, no, like I know we do and it will. And like, hopefully it'll be better, but like, my mind is like so far away from like enjoying real housewives of New York right now. That totally, because usually when a season ends, we already like, can't wait for it to like come back and then start filming and whatever. And New York to me right now feels like a relationship with like an ex-boyfriend because it's like, I moved on. I forgot about you. I literally have moved on to other franchises and I don't remember us at all. Right. There's like, there's seasons where you don't want it to be over. There's seasons where it's kind of like, okay, like, you know, we've made it to the end. Great. Regroup, come back. This was fun. And then there's seasons where it's just like, Jesus Christ, this was a, yeah, a chore through and through. (laughs) Enough about New York. Let's, (laughs) yeah, why are we talking? Let's go to the West Coast. 
the um, West Coast. The West Coast. Wait, this trailer, I'm not kidding when I say I gasped, like fully gasped. I, that word is so hard to say. Like it truly is, but gasped. <laughs> There's so much in it. Yeah. There's but so many it, consonants. When we were questioning like four parts, like, holy shit, this looks like it should be four parts. Like, wow. Well, just the fact that they put out, it's over three minutes long, the trailer. Cause I was like trying to post it on Instagram and seeing <laughs> okay. if I could like, cut it down in any way. And it literally had to be four different slides Slides. of video because I didn't want to do IGTV because that's lame. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it's like a full length. They like the way the scene that they show of Rinna and Erica talking two weeks before the reunion, that was crazy to me because it's like, oh, so we're fully like, I feel like they're leaning into the idea that Rinna is like the only one on Erica's side. And it's like, it's intriguing that they're kind of like giving them this scene of like, you know, prepping for the reunion or kind of like catching up before the reunion. Cause we don't usually see like, Usually, if any, like last season, I remember when Rinna and Denise had their weird little yeah, like sit down moment. Yeah. That was like at the end of the season finale. So it's it's like unusual for them to tack on kind of like a standalone scene on the reunion. But I mean, I guess part of doing four parts is it gives them the wiggle room to kind of play around with it and to add on something unique like that, which it could end up being really cool. I hope so. I watching that scene, that preview of Rinna, like, like I, we were discussing last night, but I was that, like that did it for me. I've never 100% been team Rinna like ever, but yeah. I never dis. I, she was <clears throat> like, you know, I never hated her. I don't feel that way. I'm just like, yeah, she's okay. But seeing that, that seemed very, very shady to me. And and I've said that for a while where I'm like, you can't trust her. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm just always on the fence and seeing her say that to Erica, like that, she's like, well, we'll see it. Re- like she has a plan. She has something. And I, I don't yeah, know. It's it very, sit well. It's very calculated. Yes. And like, I don't know. I, Rina has like frustrated me a lot in the past, but I agree. I haven't been like a Rina hater, but this season has just been like difficult. She's been so like unpleasant and um, (laughs) okay. So let's talk about the actual finale. So the whole episode basically revolves around crystal hosting this lovely Chinese new year party, which was great. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, But the first scene is crystal and Erica meeting at the restaurant. That's going to host this party. And they're kind of catching up after Del Mar a little bit. And Erica is like, well, obviously I'm still mad at Sutton. And it's like, okay, but actually it's not that obvious based on the fact that the last time you were together, you were like being nice to her and apologizing to her and seeming like you were moving forward with her. So it's, it's like frustrating to watch that now we're like, immediately taking five steps back and Erica's like pretending basically that whatever she said to Sutton and Del Mar didn't happen. And it's like, 
but you just were like, you just were acting so different. And now you're like, well, obviously I still hate the bitch. And it's like, (laughs) how are people supposed to know how to feel around you? I I was just going to say, um, the women now are at a point where they don't know how to respond to what she says, because it's so back and forth, like even whether it be her stories or this, and especially like how she feels with Sutton, it's almost like Crystal didn't like really acknowledge. She was like, okay, like, I don't really know. Right. And I think for, for some of them, it's like, they've, I think Kyle is in this boat too. Maybe Dorit a little bit where it's like, they've kind of just chosen to like, not ask that many questions because they don't really, it's like so much, you know, like Erica is just doing the most in terms of like going back and forth and, you know, she's hard to keep up with and hard to pin down. And so for somebody like Crystal, it's like, it's probably easier to just like passively listen to whatever Erica says and just be like, okay, Yeah. And then not like really be that involved. Yeah. Also about Crystal, I'm glad this was cleared up for my own thoughts. I, this whole season thought she was 35 and it just was like not making sense to me because I was like, holy shit. Like she's so young, like that, that's very young. And it turns out she's actually 38, which by the way is not old. I'm not saying that, but I, it just makes a lot more sense that she's 38. Like when they showed her cakes and I was like, (laughs) oh, it makes so much sense. She's not 35. I don't know why I thought she was like 35. I don't know where that came from, but I'm glad. Wow, Barry, you were, you were like two years off in her age. How dare you? Absolutely crazy. But if to me, that makes a huge difference, but it just makes sense to me now. But I have never... I was smiling watching Crystal last night because of how like happy she was and how cute of a couple her and Rob are. And like how like that night for her was so positive and amazing. And like the fact that everyone had the respect for her not to ruin it was really what made me happy because these women have a tendency to do that. (laughs) It's been, yeah, it's been really nice to see on Beverly Hills this season, like compared to on New York, how I feel like these women can actually like appreciate each other. And, you know, Garcelle had the dinner that was Haitian themed and Crystal is really putting a lot of effort into this. And she posted on Instagram uh, details of the place settings and it was really lovely. Like, um, she put like custom fortunes inside each person's fortune cookie and like under their plate, there was like a specific um, like fortune based on their Zodiac animal. It's so thought out. Yeah. And it reminds me a little bit of when Ebony did that like Harlem dinner and she had like assigned each person, the characters and like, obviously we don't need to like rehash whether Ebony was like lecturing people or something, but it's like, it just feels like this group is so much more respectful when it comes to like appreciating what someone else is doing versus just like, this is boring. I want to drink. It's just, it's just nice. 
Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honeylove, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honeylove, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Can we talk about... Kathy Hilton's spec house. Absolutely. I mean, um, this house. Um, (laughs) this house fucking, it looks like you're building like a chateau in France. The fact that Sutton, the words came out of Sutton Strack's mouth that she feels poor inside this house (laughs) lets you know how big and expensive and extravagant this house is. I love Sutton being Sutton being carried up like a newlywed across the threshold (laughs) and Kathy in her pleated lampshade hat. These women, it occurred to me, like these are like the two most like helpless, rich women. (laughs) And I just really appreciate them together. And I, I like seeing Kathy and Sutton's friendship. I think I do. I don't know. I don't know that they really knew each other before the season. And I feel still like the don't. last I still don't the think last, they know each other. But the last couple episodes, you know, when they were on the boat in San Diego together, they had a nice moment. And clearly Sutton feels comfortable sharing how she's feeling with Kathy, which I think for Sutton, that's not necessarily the easiest thing to really feel comfortable opening up. Um, and so I like Sutton. I like that Sutton has people in the cast that she can kind of open up with and, you know, talking to Kathy about how she's nervous to see Erica again yeah. after their dynamic on the trip. And, you know, based on what Erica is saying and what she says to Crystal and stuff, it's like, I don't blame Sutton for feeling nervous about that because it's like she can't trust what Erica has said yeah. and her recent actions because Erica doesn't even stand by them. Yeah. And Kyle has even said in the past, which I find it very strange to say about someone and like just always let it go. But Kyle repeatedly has said, 
you never know what you're going to get from Erica. Like she can just snap. You never know. Like, yeah. What, and I'm like, that's we- that's a weird thing. Like, I can't imagine someone be like, you'll never know what barrier we're going to get today. Like, that's not I don't I don't know. It's just like so when it comes to Sutton being in an uncomfortable situation like that, it I, I get it. I get that part. But the house, the spec house, Kathy said that her and Rick bought this for themselves, like, and then decided they're like, oh, we'll just stay in our house. Imagine building a $50 million house and being like, yeah, you know what? Right. I'm more like, comfortable here. I literally, was, I literally was thinking about that. It's like the actual, the price of the house is one thing. I mean, obviously I can't fathom building a $50 million house in any context or scenario, but the thought of like buying this land, designing a house, having it built, it's a whole process. And then you're just kind of like, eh. mm. I don't we have know. More yeah. memories here. We have more memories. In Somebody, this I saw someone post. It's on the market now for like fifty-five million. So her her estimate of the price was actually a bit low. This is okay. This is what I always think about with any house, let alone a house of this size. After what everything you just named, building it, designing it, everything like that, you have to think about again. For I don't remember if she even said the square footage. I'm not sure. The landscaping. The furnishing of that house. Do you know how much fucking toilet paper you have to get for those bathrooms? Like all of the little details, all of the oh, beds, all of well, the I mean, couches, of, like three floors, outlet covers. Are you kidding me? Well, that's, I mean, think of like Jennifer Aiden's house in Paramus, which is probably, you know, m- probably not even comparable in size, no, but it's not a big house and it's fucking empty. And then like, the, you know, I think that's something where it's like, yeah, you underestimate like the house itself, but it's like even just furnishing a house like that yeah. is like and it's a like, massive same, undertaking. Same thing like Teresa's house. Teresa's house is so big. You have to get custom furniture for it to fit the room because right, of like, how big the right, room is. The, the spaces themselves <clears throat> are not compatible with just like furniture store furniture. However... <laughs> If anyone wants to like go in with us, if we get enough people, like maybe we can like chip in and get it. To we buy would, this house? Yeah. Yeah. Like we would need maybe. at least 1,000 people to chip in. <laughs> we would need every single person who's ever listened to an episode of this podcast. <laughs> and then some. And their, and, and their families. <laughs> Uh, whatever. I'm not interested anyway. I have more we memories need, here. We would need like Sandoval's mom's home <laughs> equity line of credit. I okay. <clears throat> um, so there's this dinner scene with Kyle, Dorit, Lisa, and Erica. This is like the Fox Force Five group, basically, <laughs> minus Teddy, who I guess was not invited to film again. Um, but they have a little like catch up, get together dinner before Crystal's party and like this was kind of a weird I don't know it felt it was like a a group scene but also just it felt very like quick and like not that much happened it was kind of just like an Erica check-in essentially um they literally were like so how's everyone doing how's everyone doing good 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 Erica Erica how are you basically I just come on how are you doing that's all Um, everyone everyone wants to know 
she has good days and bad days, which, you know, same girly. (laughs) We're all just, we're all just trying to make it through. Um, But then Kyle asks if she's okay with Sutton and Erica, you know, again is like kind of being a little bit wishy-washy wish. Yeah. That's a good word of like, she's like, well, I don't really care about Sutton, but you know, if I see her at Crystal's thing and she brings something stupid, then like that's on her. And it's like, okay, but like, you can't just like not acknowledge that you have contributed to your dynamic with this woman. So it's like Erica's now trying to act like Sutton's issues with her are like in her head or something. And it's like, you're the one who threatened her. Like Sutton feels a type of way about being around Erica because of what Erica has like said and done to her. Right. Right. Okay. She, this part was very, Oh, like Erica, like when you're watching, you're like, Oh my God, she, the the car accident comes up yet again. And at this point, I wish I had like a piece of paper and a pencil to write down like all the different versions that we've like heard. But the fact where she like closed her eyes for a second and couldn't remember basically where she left off at the last part of her story was really like the kicker. Cause you're like, oh, not right, a good cause, look. <laughs> Cause Kyle's like, you know, Sutton just like still has like questions about the, the car accident story. And Erica's like, look, I've told the same, the, ex- the exact same story. My story single- won't change. Yeah, she, my story will not change. My story will not change. Just let me add one new detail that you've never, that none of she you goes, have ever heard before. She goes, um, and she like her hands like in there, she's like, um, and then they like cut. But that's to say, old Kyle said, well, all of us are wondering too, like, why are you just like, like when a story happens, you say the whole thing. And then the next few times, like, I guess you forget whatever you start with the most detail and then it goes like, you don't keep random. It's not like a sca- She's telling a scavenger hunt of a story basically. Well, and every time she's adding something new to the story, she's acting like everybody else is like crazy for having questions or for being confused. And it's like, no, this is completely new information and it's messing with us because last time you told the story with new information, you acted like that was the full, like the whole truth and nothing but the truth. And there was like no other possible way of like telling the story. And so now when she's like, yeah. And then obviously my son found Tom after he was unconscious for 12 hours and like, you can see all the wheels spinning, maybe not with Lisa, because I don't think she's trying very hard to think about this, but like for Dorit and Kyle, at least they're like, I don't, I don't think that's, I don't think you took, okay. Okay. So you, okay. This reminds me of the Mary Kate and Ashley, like detective movies, like we'll solve (laughs) the crime before dinner time. Like that's what this seems like, because she, her son helped her, but she found him, but her son found him. But right. I remember she specifically said before, like, I know he was unconscious because I found him. And it's okay. like, but at the same time, let's say it's like any story. She could be like, I found him. Her son could have been sitting next to her. You know what I mean? Maybe she just like, yeah, wasn't yeah, like yeah, detail yeah, yeah. No, like, oriented. 
in that sense. Yeah, it's just strange. I wish more than anything, though, that we could have gotten Sut- like a visual of Sutton hearing this. Because I no, just- because she would have wanted to ask too many questions she- and she would have Wait, gotten so her head I chopped thought- up. So, so, so Dylan, now- you're okay. killing it with the impressions today. Like, like holy shit. I'm laughing. <laughs> Sutton would have been like, so was this when your son was in the snow or? Because <laughs> that's oh a whole God. separate thing. Like her, her son is in the when other. When did it stop snowing? Yeah. Like her son is in the other car accident story. Down the so hill, now that yeah. he's in this one too, it's like, wow. Like Erica doesn't even like talking about her son. And now she's like inserting him into these <laughs> stories. It's like Mad Libs. That's what it, it's Mad Libs. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Okay, but so Crystal's party is, it's just gorgeous. It's one of like, it's probably one of the nicest events we've seen in a while on housewives like definitely pandemic era it's like right this is like a really stunning party she takes pride in party planning as it is and this is obviously a special like um theme 
or occasion. And <clears throat> it's the year of the ox, which is very exciting. I, I, I wish I knew more about the Chinese new year and that I'm going to, I'm going to vow to learn more about it because I'm interested. Very it is cool. I know. I know. Well, they celebrate it in a lot of Asian cultures. And so I know people call it the lunar new year because yes. it's like not just Chinese, but obviously crystal is Chinese. So we, like for we, her. Yeah. We did something with it. Like when I was younger in school and I think that's what like sparked my interest. <laughs> about it but and then seeing this dinner last night it's like maybe it's because i like crystal so much too that i like i don't know she's she's just such like a great human i did have to laugh when crystal was like okay so like there's like money in your envelope and like when the animal comes and kyle's like an animal (laughs) when they did the flashback and showed her jumping that was so fucking funny because she said she literally thought someone fell through the ceiling it was like a gong behind her and that and the ox came like down the stairs kyle thought like an elephant was gonna fall on the table (laughs) nope it's literally just like a a dragon costume so kathy there should be like a spinoff of all the guests Kathy brings to all of these parties. But she even said you need a fun dinner guest. Like you can't have someone just sit there and looking at their cl- watch. So it's Elliot who we know from Elliot a party that the infamous party of where people doing coke in your bathroom. Well, that's not the night she said it, but that's the night she was alluding to where he was sitting with Lisa Rinna talking. And I remember when they showed that flashback of them too, I was like, Oh my God, watching that actual episode. I was like, this is so awkward. Like she's just sitting at a table with this man. for like 20 minutes. And when Dorit sees him like last night, when she shows up, she's like, I better not go to the bathroom. Jesus. (laughs) And also that was the only line Dorit had like last night. Yeah. PK Dorit, was in the episode more than Dorit last Dorit's night. had a Dorit's had an interesting season because I feel like her her really only real thing was her stuff with Garcelle. And like I don't right. actually think she really looked good in that. So like in the reunion trailer, there's a moment where she's like yelling at Garcelle and it's like <sighs> just Cut I don't want to see Dorit yell at Garcelle. Yeah. I love Garcelle, when Garcelle does not, does not need that. No, but I also love Garcelle's responses. Like when she's getting I know. that. So it's like, I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's clear that Rick Hilton is just like not coming to any not of this. Not a shit. shot. No. So, so Kathy is like <laughs> when she brought her architect a couple weeks ago, <laughs> date. Ellie, uh, I know, like she, she, I want to see who's on like her Rolodex of dinner guests, though, because it's probably an epic list of names. Oh, yeah. No, I would love to know, like, just watching Kathy Hilton, like, list off people that she could, like, invite to a party. <laughs> it's just not there. Wait, also, before the dinner, the sit down at the dinner, when Garcelle and Rinna have this conversation and Garcelle, mm. I want to know how you feel about this, where Garcelle said she would like to see Rinna, like reach out to Denise at some point. Like that's basically, it was very, you know, to the point, whatever, but 
right then and there, Rena was like, oh, yeah, like whatever. And then in her confessional, she's like, that is my business. I will reach out whenever I want. So like, why couldn't you say that to Garcelle in that moment? You know, yeah. like, so here's uh, the thing. I kind of agree with Rena. Uh, yeah, I'm not. That, yeah, like, I do. I, I do think Rena owes Denise an apology. I also would like to see Rena reach out to Denise. And I think at some point Denise could come back to the show and that could uh, be fun. I don't know. I don't necessarily know that it will happen or should happen, but like, I feel like it's, it's not the, the most unrealistic closed, thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, I also think that it's kind of like, why is Garcelle like harping on this? And it doesn't really, you know, now that we're a full season removed from Denise leaving the show, it's like, is this something that we really need to talk about? Like on the show? Like, yeah, I feel like, I, I feel like there's no real reason to be talking about this right now. I think Garcelle has good intentions in the sense where the three of them go way back. So she's just like, listen, I don't want to see it end over this. Like you guys, mm-hmm. friendship is worth more than that. So I see that side, but I also see Rena's side where I would be the same thing. Like that's my, let me do it. It's my business, but I appreciate where Garcelle's coming from. And she's not being like, she's not being too pushy and she's not, she's not like being, she doesn't have yeah. other motives. No, I get, I, yeah. Like I, I get, and I appreciate where Garcelle is coming from, but I also think that Rinna is like justified to be kind of like, why is this? This isn't your problem. Like, yeah, whatever. Um, I did think it was interesting on watch what happens live. Dorit agreed that Rinna owes Denise an apology. Well, I mean that, that sit down, sit downs with Rinna are not good. They never are. And that's (laughs) it. It, They're, they're not look to the season two. They're just not. So that, yeah, that one where she's like, oh, you're so angry. That just like sits in my brain. I know that just like, it was such a bad note to leave on and like, whatever. I don't know. So at this party, the whole like Sutton and Erica dynamic is just kind of like, it's just unfortunate. And like at the dinner table, Sutton, I think makes a really good faith effort to try and sort of offer Erica an olive branch And, you know, I think Sutton sees this as trying to build on the progress they seemed to make in Del Mar, where she's like, you know, like whatever we've, whatever we've had between us, like, I don't feel, you know, I don't have any negative will toward you. Like, I think Sutton sees this as like, hopefully an opportunity to actually start moving forward. And then Erica literally just sits there and doesn't respond. And then is like, why is everyone so quiet? And it's like, cause this woman just like opened her heart to you at yeah. the table and you literally didn't acknowledge her. Like that's on top of being like shitty. That's also just like weird social behavior. I, okay. <laughs> yes. I think that what Sutton said and how she said it was perfect. I thought that was great. And then at the same time, it does show like she's trying like, okay, how many times is she going to try? Like it's a, it's enough, but at the same time, I wouldn't have done it right there. Like I I wouldn't have. I I agree. I think like at the table at this dinner with like, you know, they were in mixed company. Crystal's mom was there. Like, like, 
I get Erica was not going to be like, oh, my God, of course. But she could have said, let's talk about this later or not right now. But instead, she like truly just didn't say anything. And I laughed out loud when PK dead serious was like, that was epically uncomfortable. (laughs) That's what he said. He he goes like the whole table didn't say there. No one said anything. It was silence. That is so awkward that what are you supposed to do? Like, you know, and I felt bad for Sutton because like, you know, that she was nervous about this night. Right. And she, I'm sure she thought a lot about what to say, how to approach it. And for her to be just met with like crickets like that. It's like, damn. Okay. That's tough. Yeah. But then okay, at the end of dinner when they all went to get dessert, they like, you know, moved around and now they're standing and they were like, oh, we were just talking about you two. And Erica was like, oh, what was being said? And then they have that conversation again and it goes great. It really does. Like it it was. It felt like almost deja vu. Well, it just shows the table wasn't the right time or place. Like it was, it was needed to be in more casual setting. And yeah, but so the, the, conver- the conversation goes better. Erica basically is like, I'll reach out to you when I'm ready to talk. Yeah, which clearly <laughs> never happened and probably at this point won't and doesn't need to. But <laughs> I think it was more confusing because like they had literally just left off. And, and that kind of goes back to Erica saying she has good days and bad days. So I guess like in San Diego, those were good days that she was having. Cause she was like cordial with Sutton, but like she doesn't have to be friends with her. And obviously we've no. seen that they're not, but, but to go from being cordial, which everyone was shocked about then to going back to completely ignoring is like, what happened in between those two dates? Like what, what, right. And I think, I think the thing since they were, since filming for this season, what I would guess is that like, they've both kind of come to a place where they're not like thinking that they'll have any kind of friendship. So I feel like now it probably isn't like affecting Sutton as much because it's been like all these months, even on, in her confessional, she's like, why do all these women care so much about like, trying to please Erica. Like she's not that great. And I feel like probably like enough time and distance has passed that like Sutton's not sitting there thinking like, Oh, like, are we going to be good again? But I don't know. Yeah. And the fact that Kyle said that she's not necessarily defending Erica, but she's supporting her. I liked when she said, because like that, that those are two very different things, but I feel like they're they kind of have to acknowledge that now because things are getting a little deep and again wishy-washy and everything. But yeah. oh boy, next week, guys, next week we're coming. More than, more than anything, I just hope that Garcelle gets to date Brad Pitt. <laughs> Wait. Same. You know, I mean, Dorit has Dorit has ready to wear now. Wait, Sutton's, her dress want, is called reunion. Can someone help her with the name? Like, can like just PK any, helps her with the names. Okay, well, I mean, someone else. Like, the, one's reu- got to be called the reunion. We will call this one reunion. <laughs> Creative director status. Oh, Lord. unlocked. 
It's oh too much. Oh, well, what a what a season. Thank you guys so much for listening. Woo, we'll be we back made on, it. We'll be back on Monday with another episode. In the meantime, don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.